welcome to the League of Melanated Gentlemen podcast. My name is and forever will be Spencer. And today, on this day, I see clearly and I am joined by my podcast brethren. This is Brandon. And Jordan. So, today, we will be discussing a few things. One thing I will be discussing, because these two gentlemen made a conscious decision not to be involved <laughs> with what I'm discussing first. I couldn't, couldn't be part of that buffoonery. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to do that. And then uh, we will discuss today's actual topic. So, beginning, uh, I will be giving... A little bit of information on Morbius. Uh, that movie just came out. I went and saw it. And so I'm going to be giving you a teaching moment on Morbius as a character. And then I will be reviewing the movie. So this is a teaching moment. Michael Morbius is a character who was born with a rare blood condition. And he's pretty much going to die real soon. So, of course, he also has a genius-level intellect, and he finds a way to cure himself. He's going to infuse himself with bat DNA, essentially. Uh, he does that, and it makes him into a living vampire. We're going to get into what that means shortly. So he basically, the thing about him, he doesn't want to be a vampire in that he is a doctor and he took the Hippocratic Oath to heal and not do harm and all of that. But when you're a vampire, you have a bloodlust and you, you know, drain people of their life fluid, a.k.a. blood. And so he's a tragic character in that he doesn't want to be a bad person, but he is forced to be under the circumstances because he needs to live. And so that is a very brief rundown of Morbius and how he became, or how he came to be rather. So as far as his superpowers, he is called the living vampire because he was made into a vampire in a synthetic way, not a mystical or natural way. So he did not die and then get reborn as a vampire. And he's called the living vampire because of that, because he is alive and he's more synthetic as a vampire. He has a pretty standard superhuman package, uh, super strength, durability. He's faster than the normal guy, uh, endurance, reflexes, you know, all of that. Um, he is hurt by the sun, but he's not killed by the sun um, because he just has bad skin, essentially. So it's not that, like, the sun is going to, like, melt him. He's just like, ah, ugh, that hurts. And that's, I mean, it's it's not great. It's uncomfortable. But um, he can see his reflection. Again, living vampire. And he has a kind of bat sonar type power um it's 
not quite like Toph's power with seismic sense, but it's similar to that visually. So, um, like if well, you're who, who looking Toph? from uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender, uh, thank you for that. So that has been a teaching moment. Now, with Morbius the movie, um, same general idea. I wanted to dedicate an entire episode to discussing Morbius, the character, some of the stories that he has in comic books and the movie as well. Uh, however, the other <laughs> melanated gentleman said... We're smart. We're smart. And I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Uh, they said... Hell no, nah, fuck that. <laughs> ain't getting an episode. No. So nobody nobody asked for that movie to be made. I will go on the record as saying uh they were not wrong. <laughs> because <laughs> the movie was not good. Yeah. Um, I, I'm sure. I am tempted to say that it was trash. Because it was, ahead, say it, dude. It was, just, it was, just say it was, it was big not, trash. It was not it was not good. Um, it's not the worst movie that I've ever seen, but it was not good. There was no plot anywhere. <laughs> like, tried to find it, didn't work. There were a lot of things that were just the trailer was misleading almost on purpose. There was a whole lot of shit in the trailer that never happened i mean um, it, it was a whole lot of stuff in the trailer that shouldn't have happened it shouldn't even have been made i was gonna, the reason so one thing i was gonna say quickly um in your in your your teaching moment um morbius is a spider-man villain um so when i say no one asked for that movie to be made is because spider-man in the was nowhere in the trailer and for you to make a movie about a villain is it's just a word. couple of things there. A, there was a poster of Spider-Man in the trailer. But, of course, we know that Spider-Man never showed up. I didn't issue a spoiler warning. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> no, it, it don't matter. Nobody, nobody, care. nobody yeah, goes you don't movie. care. Yeah, yeah nobody care about that movie, yeah. man. We get it. Don't matter. Um, we'll watch it <laughs> when it comes out on TV, cable. We'll watch it yeah, like, yeah. If it's ever on cable, turn it on. But like, yeah, you're, turn it you're on. Fine. Go to the bathroom. Walk around. You got to pay attention. Yeah, you, yeah, you're good. Um, because the reason I watched it was because I needed to know that there were no relevant pieces to the larger universe, and only a tiny bit were there, and it didn't make any fucking sense. So I'm not even like it was. It was poorly done. Um, how was, how did the visuals look like? Visually, I mean, it was I, I, pretty good. It was, um, it was pretty good visually. Yeah, visually, it was pretty good. Uh, they did a good job of like making him Morbius, uh, like in mm -hmm. his face. Uh, there were a couple of like slow motion scenes that were fine. Um, whenever he used his bat sonar sense, that was nice. They definitely took a moment and just completely ripped off Batman. Yeah, that's that's what I've been hearing from like, other reviewers that they completely. Yeah, like he stood uh, in the scene that they took. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, he stood in like a tube full of bats and they played almost verbatim the Batman begins theme. Like 
if if you listen to it, you're like, I've heard this music before. So I mean, if you think about it, that Batman movie is about probably 15 years old. So that could have very well have been an inspiration for that scene. Like whoever the director is, guarantee is obviously old enough to remember the movie. Yeah, there's there's no there's no question about it. Um, It definitely was. But um, I. Morbius is not even worth me spending much more time talking about it. Yeah. In today's was, was it was it um what what other comic book characters did they mention? Obviously, you got to say who the villain was. They the really didn't. Movie. Uh, oh. well, and I one of the things that I meant to mention, I think that Sony is looking at who are the anti heroes that we have that we can make a movie about because. They can't really, I mean, they could use Spider-Man. Spider-Man is theirs, but, you know, Spider-Man's busy uh, being great over at Disney. And so I think that Sony, based on the end credit scene, Sony is trying again to create a Sinister Six. And they don't need their own solo movies. Like, Sony needs to stop. They've already announced the uh, Craven the Hunter movie. Nobody asked for that. It could be cool. Craven the Hunter is a cool character, but if Spider-Man's not in it, I don't want to see some dude hunting animals if it ain't Spider-Man. They already announced a Madam Web movie. Nobody definitely didn't ask for that. Nobody cares well, about Madam Web. They're they're creating a I think they called it something, but Spider-Man universe. Basically, they want yes. like the Marvel universe. They want to have their own like Spider-Man universe. And yeah. So they're trying to. That's fine, I mean, but, but let's not use these trash characters. I mean, who else? I mean, Spider-Man like, in the movie. Who, 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 who are their options? Right. Well, no, I'm saying like they can. Don't give them their own solo movie. Put them in a Spider-Man movie. They're they're trying to establish them and all that. It's again, it's not good. I I don't recommend it. It's sad. I saw yeah, it purely out of bad. obligation. Um. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was going to be good, but I, you know, I guess I got what I expected. Um, I thought there'd be a plot somewhere, um, but there were there were also a lot of unanswered questions. Like there was this little girl. Oh, and another thing, what really hurt this movie was the fact that it was PG thirteen. Mm-hmm. Like you could hear blood splatter sounds, but there was no blood. So like he would slash somebody and you'd hear it, but you wouldn't see any blood. Um, And I, this is not the first time that a PG 13 rating has hurt a movie Mm -hmm. because a rated R, a rate of an R rating would have allowed them a little more freedom to do things. But it was, um, it was just not great. And I would not recommend spending money on it. If it comes on, so, cool, but before before we leave this topic, better or worse than uh was it the twenty sixteen Fantastic Four movie? It was better than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty bad movie. Yeah. yeah. I wanted that movie to be great because when Doctor Doom showed up, I was like, okay, okay, let's see what Victor's talking about. Let's see what he got mm-hmm. to say. Um, but yeah, that movie was so bad. Uh, it was, um, it was, it, let's, no. let's. What about a rating? You got a rating out of ten. What would you give it? Four. 
four. And I'm, so, I think a four is a four is generous. <laughs> mm. um, the struggle to get that four out. Yeah, I, I'd say I'd say four. It's not the worst movie I've seen, but it's definitely not good. Got it. But I, it wasn't a situation where I was like, I, I, I didn't walk out mad. Like I hated that movie. Um, but it, it didn't. It was not good. Got it. Well, there it is. A lot of unanswered questions. A lot of like, y'all. This, this, this is what y'all came up with. This is this is the end result. This is what we do. <laughs> Alrighty. Alrighty. Well, should we go ahead and get into the the main topic? I do believe we should. Um, for those of you who know anything about any of us, uh, Brandon and myself. We are big wrestling fans. Brandon more so than me, definitely. Uh, Brandon still keeps up with everything that's going on. I have uh, a lot of history, a lot of nostalgia, but I have no idea what's happening today. Uh, With that being the case, another thing that happened uh, very recently was WrestleMania. So I'm going to turn it over to Brandon to discuss that event and then we're going to get into some fun top fives of wrestling for you yeah all right let me get my bag for a little bit um so yeah on so we had wrestlemania this past weekend it was a two-night event it was on saturday and sunday uh this was wrestlemania 38 uh which is crazy to think about how long it's been going on Vince McMahon been putting on these they, they called it the stupendous WrestleMania. It was kind of like the company line or whatever. Uh, so, yeah, it was a really good WrestleMania overall. Like, the day uh, day one WrestleMania, night one, I guess, was outstanding. Like, you had uh, Logan Paul made his wrestling debut, as you all know. Logan Paul, brother Jake Paul, the Paul brothers, not the most popular guys in the world. So, you know, a lot of, they got a lot of heat, a lot of heat as in a lot of booze. Uh, they kind of played the bad guy. And they fought with the Miz and they beat the Mysterios. Um, then you had the match of the night that night, which was Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch. Bianca Belair, one of the first uh, black um, uh, champions, uh, she got she won the championship. Probably the match of we the need, night. We need a round of applause for that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably the the match of the night for sure. So I would, if you have Peacock or YouTube, whatever, I would look up that one. Uh, Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch. Um, that night, we also had my man, the GOAT, Stone Cold, make his return after 19 years. Uh, That's we a name I recognize, too. Yeah, we thought he was going to come back. It was in the, the WrestleMania was in Dallas. So we thought he was just going to come in, you know, stun somebody, drink some beers, whatever, you know, regular. This man did a match for 15 minutes. Like, for those that don't know, 15 minutes as far as a wrestling match is a long time. And so, you say 15 or 50? 15. Oh, I thought you said 50. I was like, golly. No, nah, 15 minutes. So, yeah, my man, like, was out here. Like, my man took a suplex on the outside, like, on the concrete. Like, he was doing, like, it was a full-on match. Like, it, it literally reminded – my man had his knee braces on. My man ain't never – my man don't put his knee braces on unless he's ready to whoop somebody ass. And that's what he did. Like, my man went out there and he did his thing. I think he's, like, 53, something like that. Like, he looked really good. Yeah. And Stone Cold's got bad knees. Yeah, I, I, like terrible news. Has always had terrible news. Um, 
And then one of the best moments of the night was uh, Cody Rhodes. Some of you know Dusty Rhodes, who's a legend, going back all the way back to like the 60s, 70s, 80s. Um, his son, Cody Rhodes, used to be in WWE, kind of, uh, you know, hung around but wasn't great, went to a different wrestling promotion, wrestling company, and then came back and made his return, which is one of the best returns of the night. And low-key, his intro music slapped. So I would suggest... Fire. Yeah, I was straight fire. The Stardust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, in this fire. one, he did he did a different one, but he did pay homage to Stardust. Stardust was fire. He he. Uh, I would suggest people to go to YouTube and just um, type in Cody Rhodes uh, WrestleMania Return, and it's a if it, it gives you goosebumps, even if you don't know what's going on. Uh, so yeah, day one was dope. Day two, not as good, but it had some good parts. It had. Um, uh, the Jackass guys had a, had a match, and it was outstanding. It was fun. It was funny. Uh, Pat McAfee, a pro football guy, big media guy, had a match. He was really good. And then Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar was kind of the letdown of the night. But my man Roman Reigns came out at the end of the I day. I know Brock Lesnar even still wrestled. I, that's when, that's when I'm, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you keep doing it. You do, he's still pretty good, too. But uh, the match was kind of the letdown just because they've, they've been in wrestling. They've. This is probably like the third WrestleMania match. It was not great. But Roman Reigns unified the titles, has both title belts now. So, yeah, overall, really good WrestleMania. A lot better than a lot of the recent WrestleManias we've had. So, yeah, it was a good time. I will check it out. I have I have to say it because I know if I don't say it, nobody will. But are you guys aware that wrestling is fake? I, just, I got I to gotta know. Are you, are you guys one of the ones who truly believe this is real? The no. F word is uh, dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would not say. I will say, though, I'm glad you said that because I feel like we're going to have some listeners who are going to be like, hey, wrestling, bro, come on, man. Some it's listeners, you got some members who, who like that. Yeah, it's like, they, bro, they, Them boys out there getting Oscars. That's the thing. Like, okay, think about it. A lot of these people, a lot of people out here are watching reality shows or watching their favorite TV shows, right? They're actors. Right. Like reality show, we all, all know reality TV is scripted. Like that is what it is. Right. This is scripted, but they're actually thinking Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt or Tom Hardy actually did their stunts. That's basically what this is. This is an actor who actually is doing their, who is actually athletic and can do 10 times more than anybody else can do and is actually doing what they're doing. And it's about storylines. Like as a kid, yeah, you're, you just want to see a cool dude who's buff and do his thing. But now you worry about the story. We all know it's fake. Like that is that's why it's called sports entertainment, right? Uh, I, just, yeah. I just had to make sure because if I don't ask it, somebody will. Yeah, I get it. Have it's you have you a, ever cried? Have you ever well, cried? It's not one of your. I will say, I, it's not fake, but it is scripted. It's staged. It's planned, exactly. but it's not right. fake. Like th- them boys are out there really doing that shit. Yeah, exactly. If like, I, they, are, <laughs> they are putting their bodies on the line. Right. Every if time I write, we see them. Yeah. If I write on a script, okay, I want you to jump off a ladder through a table. That's hey, that's cool. That's scripted. But if you jump off that ladder into a table, that's going to hurt. So yeah, like, maybe the table's already maybe the table's already kind of broke. I don't know. You uh, still jumped off a ladder. Yeah, into you jumped a table. Okay. Tonight, I want you to grab a ladder, jump. Actually, okay, jump off your that. roof. I got go it. Back I got a roof. Jump to the jump on the grass and see if that hurts at all. I I know about the I know about physics and I'm gonna do a roll, so I'm gonna jump off and I'm gonna roll and make all that momentum go. 
I'm good, bro. I do this for a living. Yeah, please. Record that. You can barely get through a a men's league basketball game. Yeah, Yeah, he's going to be like, man, Jordan got hurt jumping off a roof. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, it's a good question. I mean, there's a lot of people out here who think that way. It is a legitimate question. But, yeah, like there, there are a lot of people who don't take into consideration all that is real about it. You and, literally have to be a good athlete. Yeah, like the they those are some of a the most incredible athletes on the planet, but also some of the best actors on the planet. Like but, it I mean, is, you got the, you got it's Dwayne, the Rock Johnson. Yeah, like it's not, it's not a movie. It's theater. So like shit's happening live, and you have to make it work, if, even if it doesn't. Yes, it's all speaking, improv. Speaking of that, um. Vince McMahon just... Oh, I didn't even touch on My bad. So it's a good way to call it. So in the, so in the last night... Um, well, who, who, is, who is Vince McMahon? Because you brought him up multiple times. The um, chairman I mean, of the board. Yeah, he's a household name. But yeah, he's the, he's the founder and owner and chairman of the board of World Wrestling Entertainment. WWE, WWF used to be... Uh, he, he runs it. He used to be like on you know on tv a lot now he's just mainly in the background wrestlemania he kind of comes out but uh what happened day two he came out he actually started wrestling which we haven't seen him doing forever the dude's 80 some years old right i just want to give Ooh. people context I didn't even uh know. yeah i think he's late man, 70s yeah like dude That's is still old. Old. Yeah. like he's dude, he's, old. he's at least 75 like at least I, yeah i want to say yeah he's old and so He's in great shape, but he's obviously old, right? And so one of the biggest bits in wrestling is, okay, Stone Cold, Vincent Man, if they get in the same ring, we know what it is. Stone Cold is going to give him the stunner, right? And this time, I don't know what Stone Cold was thinking. I guess he was hyped up off the crowd, but he he kicks. It. So give people context. When you do the Stone Cold stunner, he kicks them and then uh, brings them down for the stunner, right? My man kicked Vincent Man hella hard. So, so Vince McMahon, the whole leg gives out. He's an 80, whatever old man, leg gives out. And so, bro, just YouTube it. Stone Cold. Yeah, all you can do is YouTube it. It was so bad. So what, 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 what happened to his leg? Because well, what happened to his leg? Well, first, first, just uh, YouTube a Stone Cold Stunner, and you'll see how yeah. it's supposed to be done. Then YouTube <laughs> Stone Cold Stunner that Vince McMahon got at WrestleMania 38, and you'll see why it was bad. And it's like, cause he, he kicked like the stunner starts with a kick to the stomach and normally people just kind of like double over a little bit, but Vince like fell. Yeah. Because he got kicked kicked in the stomach. You got kicked and he was like, oh, oh, oh. And then, (laughs) and then he like (laughs) wobbled back. And so Stone Cold had to like run and like catch him. And Stone Cold, you can tell, it's the funniest thing in the world. Stone Cold has, he drank a beer before this. So he has still beer in his mouth, and he's trying to get <laughs> Vince McMahon's old ass to just take the stunner. And but he's also laughing, and it is the worst stunner you've ever it's seen. So in your bad. Life. I, guess, I guess I guess I have to go check it out. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's, it's you really it. bad. But I bet I bet it got over a million views. I guarantee it. All right, it's the worst stunner of all time. But it was. And it might be the well, last stunner we see. Yeah. <laughs> Well, oh goodness! Speaking of the Stone Cold Stunner, so we will we will speak on the Stone Cold Stunner uh, a little later on. What I would like to start with, 
I would like to begin our top five today with intros. So what we're going to be discussing, first, we're going to be discussing each of our top five uh, wrestler intros. So the music that the wrestlers come down to and what they do or how they get to the ring or, you know, basically how they present themselves before a match or before a monologue. So I will go first. Brandon will go second, Jordan will go third, and we will do the standard 555, 444, etc. So for me, uh, number five is The Undertaker. Uh, and I'm talking. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. No, 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 no. This must be a hot take. It is. Oh, I know what you're about to do. I know. Okay. My bad. Go ahead. And this is. One of the Undertakers that I love. And Brandon, we've already talked about this. My my numbers are never what you think they're going to be. That's true. That's they're, they're never what you think they're going to be. I was not expecting this. Too. I, I know you weren't. Um, <laughs> I, the American Badass slash Dead Man Inc. Undertaker, where he rode out on the motorcycle. I loved it. Um, I, you know, me and me and the goat, we go back way back but um i love the music that he came down to i love the fact that he came down on a motorcycle and this was when the undertaker was allowed to kind of just be himself because you know the undertaker uh the dead man uh the whole like gimmick and persona that he had through most of his career um was very much a character an incredible character but a character uh, with this, he just kind of got to be a big boy from Texas. Right, he's got to roll down on his motorcycle, wearing a bandana and a jean vest with yeah. some shape, <laughs> uh, and just in there, just doing his thing, just yeah. having a good time. And that was the first time I had ever seen like somebody roll down there on a vehicle. Like, yeah, he yeah. he made me think I'm gonna get a motorcycle when I grow up. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> Because of that guy right there, he's uh, he's convinced little, me little that Spencer I need one. with his mustache and everything. He's like, I'm going to get a motorcycle when I grow up. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly yeah. that's exactly what I thought. And when he had Roland, uh, yeah, that song, yeah, that song had me. Yeah. Was that Lynn Biscuit? Yeah, Lynn Biscuit. Yeah, Lynn keep Biscuit. rolling, keep rolling, rolling. Yeah. Oh, so good. Uh, and even the song he had after that, uh was still good to me but yeah right, right. that was yeah that's that's my, intros was the one that took me the longest the other categories that we have i was able to put together pretty quickly but this one i had to really think about it and yeah. again my numbers you know brandon you're probably gonna disagree with them and that's how it's gotta be hey I, I, I like it and i would like to say um on the record whoever's in the studio at WWE, they yeah. got hitter after hitter. Yeah. Whoever's in that studio just pumps out fire year yeah. after year. WWE, they're so good. Like, yeah. so much of the WWE music. Now, of course, I know that I'm talking about Limp Biscuit right now. So, right. WWE's not Which responsible. I have no idea who that is. So it's it, You've heard the song Roland before. And I mean, I, I, know, I know. That may be the from. only song by them you know. But, yeah, I, yeah, I never even heard of Limp Biscuit, whatever it's called. Yeah, Limp but Biscuit. um, 
Dude, you <laughs> yeah. don't even go, don't even go down this road, man. You know, I, oh, you yeah, know what you're right. right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, let's not you're even. Right. Yeah, let me. Just yeah, stop. if it ain't classical, it ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, uh, but yeah, whoever whoever's in the studio at uh at that company, they yeah they pump out hits, so many good theme songs, and that's why this was really hard to put together. Yeah, um, yeah. and there are some people who have multiple theme songs, so there's also that because the Undertaker's yeah. had uh, four off the top of my yeah. head, and yeah. so. Because he had like his original with the gong, he had the Ministry of Darkness music, and then he had Roland, and then he had the Dead Man Inc., and then he went back. To, yeah, so yeah, uh, there are a lot of people who have had multiple songs, and that they're they're so good. So yeah. Anyway, number five, the Goat, the Undertaker, Brandon. Uh, I would just add to that uh, the person who used to do the music. Throughout the throughout the attitude era, for the most part, I think he stopped kind of like 2010. His name is uh, Jim Johnston. So, if, like, if you went to Spotify and just typed in Jim Johnston, a lot of it's going to be WWE playlist. And yeah, that man, he did not miss. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to assume you got a Jim Johnston playlist. Oh, I mean, I don't even. I I got a WWE playlist, and then yeah, his name is literally all on it. It's on all, all of them. Now it's yeah. Johnston with a T. Johnston. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. Johnston. My bad. All right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I just want to make sure when people search for it, they nah, search yeah. for the right Jim guy. Johnston. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's it. this new dude. They got a new dude between that. And he was pretty good, too. And they had a different dude now. But yeah, um, my number five. So I just want to put, put context on it. So we have WWE, right? What it is now. And it used to be WWF. Well, there was also WCW for my old school wrestling fans. And I'm a WCW kid. I grew up on WCW, Monday Night Nitro, Thursday Night, you know, Lightning. So my number five is NWO Wolfpack. NWO Wolfpack, if you just YouTube NWO Wolfpack, and that joint slapped. Like, <laughs> like what, what made that one better is, like, they would – they would put a filter over the screen so it would be like black and white. It'd be a little staticky and like choppy. Yeah. It was perfect. Right, right. It was perfect. And like just the NWO in general was some of the dopest people. Like shout out, shout out to RIP Scott Hall. Just died. RIP to him. Um, but NWO was so dope because, you know, you had the regular NWO, which is New World Order. It was a faction. It was a group of wrestlers who called themselves New World Order. But then you had them split off and had New World Order Wolfpack, which is black and white, had the dopest shirts, all that. Um, Kevin Nash and all them. Well, it was kind of the first time WCW kind of brought like a hip hop feel to WCW as far as the intro. Bro, just just YouTube NWO Wolfpack entrance, fire. I mean, slaps every time. Um, and you have one of the cool, the coolest white, the coolest white dude to ever step into wrestling, other than Stone Cold, might be Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash is one of the Love smoothest white dudes to ever step in a ring. Dude was like sixteen, was cool as hell. Like he actually loved hip hop, actually loved hip hop culture. So, like my dude wasn't just out there playing a gimmick. He wasn't John Cena. My dude actually loved hip hop. And actually, it was like about that action. So yeah, that's gonna uh, that's gonna hurt some feelings because yeah, like, I mean, fans. it's not like you just took a shot at John Cena. All, I mean, all James, fans out there. absolutely, absolutely. John Cena was, was rapping as a gimmick. That was that was a character, one hundred percent character. 
where Kevin Nash was just being himself, and he just so happened to wear jerseys, just so happened to wear bandanas, just, just so happened to wear shades. Like, you know what I mean? Classic 90s hip-hop culture. But, yeah, my number five NWO Wolfpack hits every time. Good choice. So, <clears throat> let, me, let me get this off my chest. I got a couple things. Right. I haven't watched, you know, wrestling since it was WWF. Um, I'm told that's when the Attitude Era was. When was the Attitude Era? Let's let's get that out there first. When was that? Technically, late 90s? yeah, technically '97 to like 2001, maybe. And two, maybe. All right. So you're gonna catch all my references from 2001. Huh. So for me, all these all these people are gonna be you know older wrestlers. I don't even know if they still wrestle. That's perfect. Um, and that's, two, like oh, our right? nostalgia is going to have a lot to say today like i yeah. i don't think that any of my people started after 2008 on yeah, any of these mine, yeah i was in mind don't even go back that far and all my references are going to be from uh yeah. smackdown versus raw the video game good so good. you know that's where my mindset is also you have to forgive me for my voice uh if it's cracking i've already went through puberty this is this isn't a second puberty. I was, you know, I'm just giving over getting over a sickness. So it's kind of cracking on me a little bit. Which shout um, out to Jordan because he did a lot of talking in the last episode and sacrificed his voice for yeah, it. Last, the next the day, last episode I lost my voice. Yeah, that next day he had nothing. So, so yeah, shout out to, to Jordan for that. A little bit. So my number five, and actually I don't I don't have any particular order. Um, so these are just gonna be out there from the ones I remember. Um, but my number one, it has to be The Rock. I remember kind of, you know, picking him on a video game and him coming out to The the Rock says, like, I remember that whole, that whole theme song. Uh, I remember him with the cool glasses, the black shades on doing the eyebrow. You can't tell me everybody in the world wasn't doing the eyebrow. You know, you're trying to fix your eyebrow up cricket, trying to be like him, yeah. you know, the people's champ. Um, so that's, that's my number five, just cause. I purely remember everything off nostalgia from the video game. Fun fact about that. Um, I could only do my left eyebrow, but The Rock did his right eyebrow. So I learned how to do the right one, and now I can do both. Yeah, I still can't. <laughs> I'm trying to do it now. I look crazy. I still, yeah, I still yeah. can't do my right one. I can only do yeah, my I, one. I, I forced my face to do what The Rock said. Because... Yeah. Uh, I I could I could do the wrong side and it I, that wasn't that wasn't good enough. Oh, and I and I remember him coming out, you know, yelling, "If you smell what the rock is cooking," then the music came. Right? Is that that's what? Yes. It was? Yeah, yeah, look at that. yeah, yeah, Look at that. See, I, I remember. Look at, you. Back look at you. Okay, it's coming back now. Okay, but yeah, okay. that's my that's my number five. Like I said, no particular order, just what I remember. I will say, I want to personally thank Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, because my mom was a huge rock fan, like huge. And so, you know, my bedtime was like nine o'clock. So SmackDown sometimes would go a little over nine o'clock, low key. And so only reason she would let me stay up later is if The Rock was in. She was like, yeah, oh, The Rock, I'll bet. I was like, hey, man, shout out to The Rock. Shout out to Dwayne if you Johnson. ever meet him, you have to tell him that. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Whenever absolutely. we get big enough for him to listen to this, he'll know. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Dwayne. Uh, number four for me is Chris Jericho. Oh, 
Rachel. I know who he is. Yeah. I think uh, I yeah. That, that, that countdown. Break the walls down. Break yeah, the bro. Walls down. And then he would just be standing with his back to the crowd. Yeah. Fucking boss. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved the like super metallic shirts that he wore. Nope. And nope. Chris, oh, Chris Jericho. I people be sleeping on Chris Jericho. And Chris Jericho is somebody who has changed his character so many times. Yeah. Like across decades. And yeah, like I I remember when Chris Jericho debuted. He interrupted The Rock, matter of fact. Yeah, yes. Um, and yeah, Chris Jericho, he oh, and he was coming after Stephanie. Um, oh my god. That's for another I, I used time. To get him and Chris, I used to get him and Chris Benoit uh confused sometimes. But I think because both the names Chris. Just, yeah, because they didn't look alike at all. They were just both yeah. Canadian, I think. Yeah, they were. Mm. Yeah. Both WCW guys originally. Yeah. Um cruiserweights a little bit. Yeah, like in that middle, middle area. Yeah. yeah. And, until they both just got really fucking big. Yeah. Didn't, yeah, Chris, yeah. didn't Chris Benoit die? Is that the one that died? Yeah, he died. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We don't talk about <laughs> Chris. <laughs> we don't we don't talk about Bruno. We don't yeah, talk we, about we, Bruno. we don't talk about Chris Benoit. <laughs> uh y'all can Google Chris Benoit if you need to. Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah. uh I prefer you your discretion advised if you yeah, decide exactly. to Google Chris Benoit. Cause, yeah, trigger um, warning. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna have to look at my two because I don't even I don't even remember what happened. Is, yeah. is that the one? He's the one. Yeah, yeah he's the one. Yeah, yeah. He is. Yeah, <laughs> so was yeah, it the yeah. fall? Was it the fall? No, no, that was Owen Hart. Yeah, yeah. Oh, just Google. Okay, okay. Just Google him. Yeah, yeah Google him in your free time. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't we don't talk about Chris Benoit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Watchy J, man, fire, bro. My man was. Oh my did. god. I just looked up. Oh my god! Bro, I I, no that we don't talk about. We don't talk about. Who fell Chris off the thing the whole time? I didn't realize it was that. All right. Uh, <laughs> Wait, now you got people curious. What that? What that girl? That uh, reality show say? Double homicide. Jeez. Stop oh, it! Uh, all right. Um. Damn, that was crazy. Was that? that. <laughs> was that all you asked, Spencer? Yes. Okay. All right. All right. Number four for me also has WCW roots, but then came over to WWE. And unlike, and gotta put respect on his name, one of the greatest black wrestlers and greatest wrestlers, no matter what race of all time, Booker T. Can you dig it? Yeah, I know. I know that name. I like Booker T. Yeah, like bro. Yeah, bro. I spent. Hours learning how to spin a Rooney. I yeah, I I tried that too. I got so many rug burns trying to do the daggone spin a Rooney. No, you got to you got to do that in the kitchen. You don't do that on carpet. Yeah, everyone everyone has to look up the spin a Rooney. That was was really good. Yeah, bro, like, bro, when that when that intro hit, my man came out with the two gloves and then the fire hit. Bro, it kind of called back to his old tag team days, the Harlem Heat, him and his brother. But, bro, like... Booker T is also famous for accidentally saying the N-word on live TV. That's true. He definitely did. He definitely did. I feel feel like I kind of remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Booker was dope, man. Booker was, like, one of the more underrated wrestlers of all time because he had had a cold finish. He had the the spin-a-rooney. He was good on the mic. He changed his character to the King book and killed that. Like... I mean, when did when did he stop? 
Uh, he was an announcer like, for a while too. Yeah, he stopped oh. wrestling like 2010. Speaking area. of Booker mm-hmm. T, um, if you want a Booker T moment, Google Stone Cold Booker T Grocery Store. Oh my God, classic! Uh, is, is, that's, is that the? Uh, I think I know what that one is. One of the best things I've ever is. seen in my life. Hilarious. Like Booker T was a champion for taking that. Booker T also, what I one of the things I just remember vividly, uh, he took a stink face from Rikishi and then threw up on Michael Cole. So <laughs> now yeah. that is something I do remember for context. Let's talk about Rikishi and what does this man look like and why it was so disgusting. How much y'all uh, think Rikishi weighed? Oh, I don't think he was he was he was faux something. Probably, oh, honey, so, yeah. Because the the Samoans, they're they're a tall people and a thick people. Like, yeah. they weren't just thick; they were also t- like the Rock is six five, and yeah. all the other Samoans are minimum six three. Yeah. So just like imagine. I think Roman Roman Reigns is the smallest one, and he's six, six three two sixty five. Oh, yeah. hundred pounds. Yeah, Rikishi, dropping all yeah. that ass on you. In that stinky little thong. Another, another, uh, another story about my childhood. Rikishi is the reason I know what thongs are, because yeah. uh, I'm gonna make this story real quick. I had a friend. He had. We were ten years old. He had just gotten back from the beach, and he was telling me about seeing this girl wearing a thong. In my mind, thongs are flip flops. So I was like, yeah. Why was she only wearing one? And why are we talking about this? I don't understand. So eventually, after misunderstanding each other for like 10 minutes, he said, you know the thing Rikishi wears? I said, yes. He said, that's a thong. It's like, uh, was like, hey, yo, he, she had that on. Oh, alrighty. I get it now. Right. But yeah, definitely book was, I, I wouldn't want to take that in. I don't think anybody did, but they yeah. did it just for A lot of people sake, took so. it. Yeah. Like nah, I couldn't yeah. do it. Like, I gotta get that back. But uh yeah, Booker T, um my number four. Uh so my number four is and you might have to correct me if I'm wrong, but Randy Savage, Macho Man Savage. Did the he come macho out to the Macho Man? Man? Yeah, yeah. Didn't he come out to that song, yeah. the Macho Man song? Uh no, he came out to a like he had his well, own he made. theme music. Yeah, he had, a, he had a different one. It was kind of a uh, okay. I, I just remember like, I, I remember him and I remember his intro was kind of he was definitely like a performer. Yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, in macho your free time, man. definitely look up you know Macho Randy yeah, Savage any, intro. Yeah, look up it. Look up the cream of the crop if you want to see yeah, the actual yeah. man. Yeah. Oh, that that was so good. <laughs> yeah, I'll touch on him later, but yeah, Macho Man was a goat, and yeah, his intro was dope back in the day. Yeah. So that that's my number four. Number three for me is Gold Dust. Wow, oh, that's another one I remember. Gold Dust music was incredible. It really like, was. It was, it was. Oh, it was fire. And you know, I'm an orchestra kid. Bro, so, I was about to say there's a lot of like instruments, yeah, like, symphony. Yeah. If you if you hear Gold Dust's theme song, then you'll immediately be like, "Yeah, yeah, I see, I see how that happened." Um, yeah. He came out in this luxurious, extravagant robe and a long gold wig, ahead of his time. 
ahead of his time. <laughs> like, well, yeah, because that's, I mean, that dude was weird. At least today, I thought, was he, today I, thought was weird. I thought it was weird back then. I never picked him on the game. I was like, why is this dude in all gold? Well, nobody did because yeah. the character that he was doing was ahead of its time. Yeah. Oh, but so I'm, I'm looking at images. I didn't even know. Okay. I'm, I have a different gold dust in my head. I'm looking up images now. I see what you guys are saying that he's ahead of his time. Yeah. That's not the gold dust that I was thinking of. I didn't, I didn't know about this gold dust. It's only one. I'll say I don't know. Well, I, I never saw him like this. Bro, I know he he's been around a long time. Long time. He's like early nineties to he's actually still wrestling to this day. Dang, he's AEW. still wrestling. He's just in a different company, AEW. But yeah, he still wrestles. Yeah, yeah. He's also. Yeah, I, 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 I had never so. seen that one. Yeah, Goldust yeah. theme music was so good. It was just splendid. Yeah. Uh, really so was. yeah, definitely Goldust. And yeah, Goldust was. Back then, weird on purpose. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, like Goldust. I think Goldust was there to make people uncomfortable. Yeah, absolutely. And I was like, I support this. This is yeah. great. Thank you. Another, Goldust. another note. You may some people you might want to YouTube this just for some laughs. They in like the mid two thousands, they put Goldust Booker T together as a tag. And like basically, it was Booker T. Goldust was just annoying Booker T. He just wanted to be on Booker T's team. He just wanted to be Booker T's tag, tag team partner. And Booker T was like, "Hell no! Like, get away from me! You're weird." <laughs> and, and so, like, if you YouTube, it's so funny. It was like the perfect match. Like Booker T sold it well, and you know Goldust. He's one of the greatest like characters ever, and he was just trying to be on his team, yeah, being ridiculous. Yeah, just oh, way over the top trying to win him over. And they ended up winning the champions, winning the tag team title. But yeah, it was a good story. But good choice. Very good choice. Um, for me, number three, may surprise some folks, but uh, it's the GOAT, Stone Cold. Wow, that's three. Okay. Yeah. Undertaker was five for me. And for me, the GOAT, the Undertaker. Exactly. So, so yeah. I'm not surprised. I, because right. there are a lot of there are a lot of factors that are involved with being the goat. Uh, exactly. Can I make a quick prediction? LeBron like, is not the best shooter that we've ever. I seen. I think Spencer's number one is going to be Kurt Angle for some reason. I just I can see that just somebody <laughs> like that. Just that's I a just good prediction. It's a solid prediction. I like yeah. Kurt Angle. You got any? You got any predictions for Brandon? Since we're talking about it, no. Brandon 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 will name somebody from like 2019. I don't even know. <laughs> uh, no, it's, I mean. Look, Stone Cold, we all know the classic. When the glass breaks, you know what's about to pop off. Yeah. When the glass you know breaks, you, starts, you start losing your mind because you know what like, it is. Dun-na, dun-na, dun-na. Yeah. And we call it in the wrestling thing, and like fandom, we call it pop. Like you got the biggest pop in the industry. Pop means like when, you're, when your music hits, what does the crowd do? Like when the rock, when if you smell, when they hear that, he has one of the greatest pops. Like the crowds go crazy. But the greatest pop of all time. The crowd goes the most crazy when that glass breaks, Stone Cold theme music, and he walks out there looking like he's he trying to whoop somebody ass. That's the the best. And I'll say he's only he's had like three different theme songs, maybe even four. But the greatest, a lot of people would go with the original one, you know, the one he became most famous with, uh, just the basic one with no words under it. Uh, it was just the instrumental. My favorite is the one in like 2000, 2001 when it had like the rock music uh, and it had some like lyrics to it. Fire. 
Because I, I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know about the lyrics thing. I just remember the original. Yeah, yeah, the ones with like actual like a dude singing on it, bro, outstanding. But yeah, really any version of that, even when he was a villain, still hit the same. So yeah, Stone Cold surprisingly the goat to me. Number I got that as my number three. I support that. Yeah. Well, hopefully you support my number three uh, because it is also Stone Cold. Hey, um, for the, the same reasons Brandon said, uh, but mine's in no particular order. Um, that that music is iconic, even then, yep. like you say, you hear that glass break, and then that what is that heavy metal comes on that dun 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 Yeah, it was, and then he comes out with his beer cans. Uh, he's doing his little snake rattle thing or his little snake arms, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah it was it was up there, man. I loved it. Yep. Um, yeah, it, it was just that's definitely like an iconic character, in my opinion. Yeah. The most to me, but yeah, I agree. Number so two, we're on two, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Number two, and this may come as a surprise, but number two is Edge. That's my number two, too. Bang, bang. <laughs> oh, well, that's my number. That's my number two, too, as well. Oh, okay. Well, then we, all... <laughs> oh, then we can just talk about it then. Edge, um, you think you know me? Bah, 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 oh, bah, I do bah, remember. Bah. I, I do remember that now. Okay, you I you will. Know me, know me, know me. I will sing that shit in the car. Yeah. That's my part. I, don't know if you... I made a reference yeah. to it at the beginning of the episode. If you didn't notice, so yeah, uh, yeah. when you listen to Edge's theme music you will understand why I said what I said at the beginning. Right. Um, and then he would just he would just walk through a plume of smoke and he would yeah. just appear. Yep. Like, oh, God. I, yeah. That pyro it, would hit. Yep. Yeah. Man, one of the best songs, especially, like, when he was a good guy, man, like, that, it just hit different, man. Like, he, and some of you guys may not know, but he came back in 2020. He came back after like I don't know how many years because he hurt his neck. He had to retire. I think he I think he retired in 2011. I think. Yeah, he, he retired in 2011. You're right. Came back in 2020 in the Royal Rumble. No one expected it. Like it was out of nowhere. So you might YouTube just to hear the song and then also just see a great moment of him coming back. 2020 Royal Rumble Edge come back, bro. The song is amazing, and then it just hit different when he came back. So yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so good. So good. Uh, so good. I'm glad we agree on that. Two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh wait, is it my turn? Who turn? Yeah, it's yes, your, it's your turn. turn. That was my okay. Um, this one is is kind of you know in my mind a little bit. I kind of remember it. Um, but you guys are definitely going to help me out on this one. I remember all the green flashing lights of X Pac. Okay. Is, is, okay. Am, 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 I, am I right? And I remember uh, X Pac was he, he he was a character. Oh, he, oh, he yeah. might be what? I was you know, could be thinking of Degeneration X. Yeah, I think that's what you're on. I think that's what Actually, you're on. Actually, okay. That, that's who it is. Because they have the green and black, right? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, I and just remember was... it got like pitch dark and you, you see are all you the, ready? the light. Yeah, all the lights start coming on. And yeah, you get the are you ready? Yeah, yep. that, that one was one that I definitely remember. Um, yeah. Probably not on a lot of people's lists. No, Degeneration no. X is 100% on people's list. Oh, for real? Yeah. Yeah, like people yeah. who watch it. Yeah, yeah. Generation X is for some people the best one. Uh, yeah, it's, like it's it's some people's number one. 
Easily. I literally wrote it down as my like as my an option for mine. I didn't have it in mind, but it's definitely one of the greatest intros ever. One hundred percent. Yeah. Like. Okay. Look at that. See, I'm not even far off. This is this is off top of the dome right now. Yeah. yeah. These, these these ain't even wrote down. These are top of the dome. Um, <laughs> I am glad that you brought up D Generation X because my number one is Triple H. Hey, let's go. Because. I've never the, seen Brandon with this much expression the, right now. I just want the, I just want the, people to know I've never seen Brandon this happy. This is crazy. Bro, I'm in my bag right now. Yeah, like this. Oh, like, is, uh, like uh, Triple H. Boom! It's time to play the game, bro. Come on, dog. Time to play the game. <laughs> it was so good, and his timing was flawless. Yes, every single time. My man, he and, knew. And here's the thing. Triple H had three great songs because pre it's time to play the game. That song was really good. The King of Kings was also really good. So Triple H came in three hitters, three back to back, three straight hitters. Um, So yeah, you can listen to any of Triple H's uh, theme songs and uh, you will be, you'll be good. But yeah, the spit and water, Easily the thing that. that I attempted the most. Yeah, and I, I could remember doing that. Too. I don't know. I don't know how he did it. It was a powder when he did. It like a, it was. Yeah, it was a mist. The projectile. Yeah, the projectile yeah, like, was crazy. And and the like, lights and like I don't yeah. know. I don't know how he did it, but like it was the perfect mist. Every time yeah. I did it, it was just like a fountain. Like it didn't. Yeah. It didn't look right. But yeah, right. Did, boy, it was perfect. Boy, Every time. mom in there, who spit all this water on his damn mirror? <laughs> I definitely me. I definitely did it outside. Uh, I was not about to uh, take that L. <laughs> so yeah, no, outside every time. Um, and that was, you know, before I started growing my hair out, because once I had hair, I'm not getting that wet. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that's funny. Um, all right. My number one is one you guys may or may not know. I don't know. Exactly. Right. 2019. Actually, yeah, still wrestling. Uh, CM Punk. CM Punk has one of the greatest intros of all time. He's actually had two intros, and both are a lot of, like, to me, both are in the top 10. Like, my man, I, like, so the first one he had was when he first came in. He was cool. He was rated R superstar. I mean, I'm sorry. He was, uh, he was straight edge. He was cool. Like, he had a cool character. Um, but then CM Punk changed it. And that's kind of when he took off to a different level of stardom, became like a, a legend. Uh, cult of personality is what it's called. So you can look it up. Slaps every time. Like I work out and like literally if I put on cult of uh, personality, I might hit a couple extra reps you know, just because it <laughs> give oh me that hype. You know yeah. Like, yeah. Like you get me, it get me going. Like, um, so yeah, CM Punk, cult of personality, even though I forgot what the one, the first one he had, but all both of them slap, slap. I've heard, uh, I've heard of CM Punk, but I mean, if you walk past me, I couldn't tell you it was him. But I did. I have heard of him. I feel like yeah, it's yeah, yeah. like, even though I haven't watched him in years, there's always like the big names that you just yeah, hear yeah, about. Yeah. Especially oh, if you're yeah. in a pop culture, you just always hear about him. Absolutely. And he's, I mean, CM Punk's a really big into nerd culture. His wife uh, was a wrestler. She wrote a couple comic books. CM Punk has, has written a few that's, different comic that's, books. That's where, uh, yeah, I, kn- I knew that. That's where yeah, I know. Yeah. I, that's where I really go from. 
Yeah, like because I heard about yeah, him writing those Marvel. Comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's really big into that. So yeah, that that makes sense. Okay. Uh, my number one, actually, before before I said that, does China still wrestle? China died. For some reason, she just China. what? R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah. Oh man, I didn't even know that. I don't know for some reason she just popped in my head. I didn't even know that. She was deep generation X, so that makes sense. But, yeah. yeah, like we oh. we yeah we kind of talked about her a little bit, but um yeah China was uh yeah she yeah. was a problem. That was the yeah, biggest China, that was the biggest woman I ever saw. China could have easily won the world championship under the right circumstances. Yeah, yeah she was huge. China China was ahead of her time. But yeah, she uh, okay. she died in 2016, I believe. Yeah, she just went into the Hall of Fame a couple years ago. Mm. Uh, but my number one is it, it's been mentioned already. Um, it's also the Undertaker, uh, just because the, the Undertaker was like that was a, that was a huge guy. He was very very scary. Him and Kane, it was it was a tie between you know on my on my top choices between. I really liked Kane's intro too. Yeah, between yeah. Kane and Undertaker, but. Undertaker just got a little bit more, and I liked his character more than I like Kane, uh, so that's why he got the number one in my spot. Good choice. I good yes. Glad you mentioned Kane too. Love Kane, and yeah, like because Kane's theme song, like when it had words, that one was fire. Yes. Yeah. Uh. Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. Now, let's talk about heels, Brandon. If you could, well, what's a heel? Brandon, if yeah. you could give us a teaching moment on what a heel is as far as terminology. Sure. All right, let's have a let's break this down. So uh, in any story, right, if you watch any story, if you go to Netflix and watch a story, there's most of the time there's a good guy and a bad guy, right? The good guy in wrestling terms, the good guy is called the baby face. I don't know why this term was came, came up, but it's a baby face. Usually back in the day, the the um, the good guy was clean shaven, so I'm pretty sure that's why they call him Babyface. That's the good guy. The bad guy is called the heel, right? That's why when we say heels, or you hear any wrestling fan or any uh, terminology, they say heel, they mean bad guy. So when we're talking about the top heels, we believe of all time for us, we're talking about the top bad guys, the guys who really got under our skin, who did a good job of getting the crowd to hate them, which is an art in itself. Um, yeah, that's what we're talking about. So we're going to be discussing the top bad guys. And some of these guys were also good guys. You can change. You don't have to be a bad, good, good, good guy all the time. You can just change. Your character changes. It adapts. So, yeah. And sometimes uh, a baby face is shortened to either baby or face. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So if you hear either of those terms, it refers to a good guy. Yeah. This has been a teaching moment. And so now, uh, discussing the heels, my number five is Vince McMahon. Oh, I'm glad you put him in there. I'm glad you put him <laughs> oh, of course. Of course. He was such... That's a, he was, that's a name what I recognize. Vince, what Vince McMahon did, Vince McMahon gave people a boss that they could watch get beat up. Like, exactly. I know that there are a lot of people out there who want to give their boss a stunner in real life and you can't that's not right. in real life so you could escape into watching vince mcmahon get his ass beat by 
different people every week. But yeah. oftentimes, <laughs> it I used to think he wasn't the real boss until I did find out he was the real boss. That's a, and that, that blew and my that's mind. Like, he's far more involved than most bosses in this line of work would be. Like, he's one of the yeah. only billionaires that, like, gets his hands dirty, if you will. Absolutely. Um, but oh, yeah. I just remember that that Stone Cold and uh, Vince when he was in the hospital. Stone and he Cold yeah. up in there and beat his ass. <laughs> Oh yeah. man, that was too. When he hit funny. him with that bedpan, I lost. Oh it. man, that was too freaking funny. Oh, I yeah, looked uh, that one up on YouTube too. I, I read a. It was an interview. Um, I think he. I think it was Vince on Pat McAfee show. He was talking about that, and he was saying like how they rehearsed it, and and like Stone Cold. That wasn't really in the script. Like that wasn't supposed to happen. And so Stone Cold was like, and he grabbed the pan. He kind of was hitting it with his hand. And then Vince was like, what are you doing? He's like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and <laughs> then they get to the scene and he said, he hit me so damn hard. And it, I like, <laughs> again, what Jordan said, when you look it up, he hit the hell out of him. Yeah, like, yeah that, you, you hear that bang in his head with that. Uh, yeah, it was like, bang. <laughs> That's funny. That's one of the memories I do have. I do remember yeah. that. Yeah, classic, classic moment. What classic. good times. But yeah, you're right. Like, Vince... Vince Loki could be number one in this category. If we, like, if we really yeah, think about it, very easily could be number one. Yeah, hate easily hateable, but outstanding job. Yeah. Um, so my number five is one of the best heels of all time. Somebody come in shock, but Ric Flair. Ric okay. Flair. I didn't know the greatest. That yeah, he was the dirtiest player in the game. That was his whole. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I think the reason you probably didn't know is because by the time we saw Ric Flair, he was on his old man tour. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when he was like, it went like uh, Rolex wearing Ric Flair. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> like, because, okay. So, like you said, Ric Flair started like 70s, you know, 70s, 80s was like prime Ric Flair. Then he was so damn good that, and so good at being a villain that it extended his career to the 90s and even to the 2000s. But like in the 80s, 70s, 80s, like think about like, I don't know, Triple H versus Rock, right? Like Triple H yeah. was a classic bad guy. Rock was a classic uh, good guy. Well, back then it was Ric Flair was a classic bad guy and it was like Hulk Hogan was a classic good guy. Yeah, so uh, Hulk, Hogan, Hulk Hogan usually represented like the American everyman. Yeah, exactly. And Ric Flair was just this <laughs> cocky, uh, arrogant, yes. like just, just Rolex such a, wearing, diamond uh, ring wearing. Like he would, he would. Ric Flair was the guy who would like walk in there and be like, "I'm taking yo bitch, yo bitch, and yo bitch. Let's go." Damn. Like that was that was Ric Flair. Like that's that's what he did. He came in hot every time. And the thing yeah, is, I like he actually lived. That life, like, yeah, that know, was like that was him in real life. Like Ric Flair like, should not be alive. <laughs> yeah, he like was he was wild. like on he like anytime you if you have an image of the eighties and you just see like dudes in suits just snorting rails of cocaine, <laughs> that's Ric Flair. Oh man, <laughs> like Ric yeah, Flair I, was I doing no rails. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's facts. I mean, but yeah, like. His nickname is Dirtiest Player of the Game. He was known for low blows. He was known for the poke of the eye. He was known for, uh, you know, the classic woo, but, like, he yeah. was mainly known for, like, cheating. Like, he was one of the main first, like, 
cheaters who got rewarded for cheating. He's one of the yeah, first like guys would, to do that. He would like distract the referee and then yeah. like, do something illegal in the yep. ring and then win the match and then like yep. the audience is like furious because it's like and, and now, now that you guys are talking about it, I definitely I think I do remember like seeing him distract the ref and then do something yeah. dirty. He was he was like the one of the architects of uh being a bad guy. But uh Rick Flair yeah. is my number four. So oh, we nice. have talked about him. Oh I'm sorry Jordan. I skipped oh. you that was my bad. Oh you oh, good. good um so I actually do have so I, for this one I do have a list. Um, like I said, all my characters are going to be, all my characters, all my wrestlers are going to be, you know, from back then. Classics. I know. That's fine. I know. These, these actors are here. Um, my number five is actually Vince McMahon, too. Um, oh, for the same reasons, like Spencer said. Because, like I said, I didn't realize that he was the actual boss. I thought they were just, you know, playing it up like, oh, this is the boss. And let's beat up our boss. I didn't realize he was the actual uh, boss of WWF. And then I remember his whole, or I remember his whole family uh, got involved. That's why I thought it was so fake. Because I remember Stephanie McMahon got yep. involved. Uh, Shane. What was his son? Yeah, Shane. Both of them also had very good theme songs, in my opinion. And and didn't didn't his wife? Yeah, also like a they, times get there. They had Linda. a storyline where Linda was divorcing him. Yep. Like mm. they they put themselves out there for the good of the company. Yeah. And and that's and that's why I thought he. That's why I didn't think he was the real boss until you know later on I found out he was real. Yeah, that's how um, good he was. But yeah, yeah, but Vince, yeah, Vince, like I said, all the moments with him and Stone Cold, it was good. And shout so. out to uh shout out to the whole McMahon family because all of them have taken stunners left and right. <laughs> yeah. All four of them have been getting stunned for years. Um so yeah, my four was Ric Flair, uh Brandon. Gotcha. Um my number four. This one is, uh, this can low-key be a teaching moment. Uh, this is Roman Reigns. Now, Roman Reigns is a current wrestler. He actually, I mentioned him earlier, he, he just won two, uh, the Universal Championship and the Heavyweight Championship. So he holds two belts right now. He is literally on one of the greatest runs of all time. And I, I don't, you know, I don't take that lightly. Like he literally, I think, is a couple months away from having the longest title reign of all time he's like my man has beaten uh edge cena uh brock lesnar like some classic they let guys. him beat the goat yeah exactly I he mean, beat, he's beating undertaker scripted anyway but like during this run he's literally beaten all the all of the dudes who are still active now that are really good other than maybe like the rock he's not really technically active like and they're probably he, playing it up to that point because I, I think that's the end game. Yeah, I think you're right. I'm sure the rock gonna be like, come on, what a nephew. Is the is exactly. the rock the long is this rock the longest running whatever you just nah, said? he's not even close, oh. really. Yeah. Uh, it's he's like obviously he's the biggest name, but like there's a bunch CM Punk, I think, has the longest of all time. Um, but like so basically Roman Reigns, he's of Samoan descent, he's the rock's cousin. He's Rikishi's nephew, I believe. Oh, wait, are, are you saying that like in real life, or that's what the story? Like dead ass. Like, no, yeah, yeah, dead like, ass. Well, yeah, like that. That family is Rikishi uh, and the Rock are related. Yeah, they're cousins. Yeah. They're Bro, second no cousins. Idea. Okay, my bad. Uh, go ahead and go. Roman Reigns. No Roman Reigns' uh, dad is part of. I forgot what tag team they were called, where they're like one of the, the wild greatest Samoans. tag teams. Wild Samoans. Yep, one of the greatest tag teams ever. Like 
So basically, Roman Reigns, he used to be this corny, you know, propped up guy, Vince McMahon wanted to, who wanted to push. But then he got leukemia, I feel like he got a, he had some sort of disease. He came back during the pandemic and came with this new character called the Tribal Chief, which is basically kind of an homage to his, you know, heritage of, you know, back in the Samoan heritage, having a chief and a tribal chief. And so he's basically saying, I'm the chief of that entire family of this family wrestling empire. And so I think the end game is, you know, maybe The Rock comes for, you know. That's a big dude. I just looked him up. That's a big dude. No, he's he's the smallest one. That's the thing. Like Roman Reigns is huge and the smallest. Yeah, yeah. He's not. Yeah. No, I don't fat on that guy. Yeah, like he's he's 6'3", 265. And all the rest of them are there's they're a big people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, well, say, go. Uh, they range from Roman Reigns up to Yokozuna. Yeah, and they're related. Yep, right. That's crazy. Um, yeah, that's a big dude. But, but yeah, they, to me, if, if you wanted to, if you're anybody's interested, listen to this. You're like, man, wrestling ain't my thing, but I'm um, maybe interested. I want to listen or watch somebody. Roman Reigns is probably the best person to watch right now. Just, he has Paul Heyman and is his sidekick. Oh, which Paul is, Heyman. Yeah, Paul Heyman's probably the one of the one greatest of the, one of the greatest mouthpieces. Yeah, of all time. ever. He used to work with Brock Lesnar and others. He used to run ECW, so that's why it's worked so damn well. And so yeah, because Paul Heyman, when Paul Heyman gets behind a heel, that's the guy. Exactly, exactly. Paul Heyman's like the manager for folks who don't know. Paul Heyman's like the, you know, you got the big dude who beats people up, and then he got a mouthpiece. He has a dude that does all the talking for him. Now Roman Reigns does do talking. He doesn't just not talk, but Paul Heyman, Paul Heyman is like his advisor. So yeah, it's, the it's only really good. the only time Paul Heyman, the only time I remember like being cool with Paul Heyman is when he was behind Rob Van Dam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. But otherwise, I was like Paul Heyman. I hate you. No, yeah, he's but he's an outstanding. He did, he did his job. He did. Oh, he's Paul Heyman's a good heel. He really is. Outstanding. Um, well, yeah, that's my, number- my number four. Um, go ahead. My number four is uh, Triple H. And I feel like nice. I picked my list almost okay. off of all the people that The Rock went against. Um, <laughs> that's that's yeah. not a bad that's not a bad move. Yeah, yeah. you know, I'm a use either a rock or a stone cold fan. You couldn't be both, I feel like. Um yes, you could. I promise you could. I mean, not real fans. It's either Marvel or DC. You got to pick one, right? Okay. You, you can. Right. You can. You, I I can love more than one thing like that. No. If you have enough uh, bandwidth, you can do it. But if not, whatever, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Triple H. Uh, he was. I feel like he was a really good antagonist to The Rock. Um, he wasn't the best antagonist, but he was a great antagonist. Um, and I remember him doing a pedigree a lot on everybody. Uh, he had another move that I really remember too. I actually like Triple H's move set. I was gonna say, yeah. He he had he had another one. It was he a, had a lot of knees. Yeah, knees, yeah, spine buster. He had a ah, that's what it was. Spine yeah, buster. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. That that's my so that's my number four. Triple H had to actually modify the pedigree so that he wouldn't hurt anybody. Yeah, he was I mean, I mean yeah, was holding people arms. Arms. directly on their yeah, face. Like he was yeah, yeah, he was like yeah, hurting people, and it's like, you, yeah. no, it's yeah. not. Oh, man. Brendan, have you actually been to like a real wrestling match? 
I haven't, and that's one of my. I, honestly, I was pissed when WrestleMania was in Dallas, um, but I'm gonna go. Me and uh, one of our friends, Roy, we were talking about going. So, well, I'm gonna go. I was wondering. Soon. Well, so I was asking. I was gonna ask, like, have you ever touched like a real mat? Because I do. Like, I know wrestling is fake, but like when they hit the mat, like, how, what does that floor feel like? I've always oh, it's, been curious. It's pretty tough because it's like wood, but then it's also like. It's you know, canvas, some, I think. Yeah, it's like canvas but level. So it's, it has it's got, this, but it's, yeah, it's got some give. Yeah, because uh, you're yeah, still like it had bounce to it. Yeah, but you're you're yeah. still taking it. Yeah, you're on some like, like under that is still wood and some platform. Like yeah. it's it's better than landing like on the ground, but it's not as forgiving as like a trampoline. Yeah. Okay. And those ropes are stupid. Those ropes are, yeah, those ropes are serious. Yeah, you're getting oh, bruised yeah, like, going off those ropes. Yeah, like yeah. You, you have to you, you have to learn how to move in the ring. Like there's yeah. there's a lot of time dedicated to learning how to properly move your body against everything that's in there. Because those turnbuckles will hurt you. Yep. Uh, those ropes, yeah, they will leave you just burnt all up. Like, yeah, you you there's a lot that goes into the process of becoming that stunt man. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. Well, yeah, that's, and, a, that's my and you have four. to be that stunt man for, you know, 20, 30 minutes at a time. Right. Uh, like it is, right. it is performance art and it is at the highest level. Yeah. Agreed. Um, my number three, RIP Eddie Guerrero. Oh, that's a good one. I remember when Eddie Guerrero was trying to steal Rey Mysterio's son from him. And that just, yeah, like that. Oh, that I was like, Eddie, no, it's his boy. Like it's his son, and you're you're gonna you're gonna because he did such a good job. I was like, oh, he is really trying to take this boy from him, like. What is the deal? Bro, for context for people, this is one of the wildest reasons to have a match I've ever heard. Basically, Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio had a ladder match, I believe is a ladder match, to see who gets custody of Rey Mysterio's child. Yeah, at the top (laughs) of the ladder was custody papers. Or like, yeah, the custody papers for the boy. Um, It was was wild. wild. Oh, so Couldn't happen today. Yeah, absolutely not. And Eddie Guerrero's whole thing couldn't happen today because I will say I was not a fan of the I lie, I cheat, I steal thing. Like that yeah. bothered me back then. Gotcha. But Eddie Guerrero was such a good heel. He really was. Like, I, I understand. Oh, he's so good. It was it was so like he would he was one of the other guys who was like he would literally cheat in the match and the crowd would like would have fun with it because they figure out he'd figure out new ways to cheat and fool the ref to get wins, but the crowd would still love it just because it was Eddie. But yeah. I, I agree, they definitely leaned into, into some stereotypes, some racial stereotypes that were not good. Like, yeah, like he yeah. he rode out in a lowrider, yeah, <laughs> like and yeah. that thing had all the hydraulics. Yeah, it was my man. Talk, he didn't even talk like himself, he talked. You know, he talked. Yeah, he he would like dramatic. Yeah, he would strengthen his accent. Yeah, and just yeah, he went he went he leaned in. 
And yeah, I'm sure yeah. the company told him, like he did exactly what he was supposed to do. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and he did he did it very well. Um, yeah. I just uh, even even then, like some of those stereotypes bothered me. Oh, I, I totally agree. I will say one of the funniest things ever is he was I forgot who he was going against, and he had a chair, and he literally hit the. I think the referee was turned around or something. He hit the ground threw the chair on the floor and then fell to the ground as if the other person hit him with the chair and then the ref turned around, saw the chair on the ground and disqualified the other person. So Eddie won the match. It was hilarious. Yeah, like I feel like there there were even times like Eddie Grow would like toss them the chair. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. then they'd catch it and then he'd fall down. And so they'd be <laughs> holding the chair and they'd have to be like, no, 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 I didn't do that. And then the ref exactly. would ring the bell. <laughs> Oh, so good. Classic, classic. classic. Um, all right. Uh, speed us up here. Number th- was that number three? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Number three. Uh, run number three for me is Randy Orton. Uh, the legend. That's a, that's a name I recognize too. Yeah, Randy Orton. Uh, was one of the greatest heels ever, but one of his greatest runs was he was called the Legend Killer, and he had this this finishing move that was called the Punt Kick, and he was basically Benji, like you'd be like, you know, kind of on all fours, and he literally just run, just kick you in your head. Like it was like a dangerous. Is it running, kick you in your head? <laughs> like, basically, he basically just punted your head, like basically. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he did it. He basically his gimmick, his whole storyline was, okay, I'm going for every legend. So he went after Mick Foley. He went after Ric Flair. He went after Shawn Michaels. He went after like any legend. He was trying to take him out, and this is why while he was young. Yeah, one of the greatest heels ever, uh, the legend killer, Randy Orton. I got you. So my number three is um, Kane. And I remember, so if I understand, because, you know, we've talked about this before, this Kane I'm talking about is the black and red Kane, uh, you know, with the mask. Um, Hmm. Because didn't you guys say, like, later on, he kind of changed the way he looked or something? Yeah. Yeah, he took it off. Because yeah. he okay. he's had he's had like three different black and red with a mask uh like uh moments. The first one mm-hmm. he had one long sleeve and one no sleeve. That was the first cane when he came out as the Undertaker's brother. Okay, that's and, the one I remember. Yeah, and he like tombstoned him. Yeah. And like nobody was ready. Now that is one thing I did believe. I thought they were brothers in real life. I mean, like, I don't know I who did. I did they were brothers. I, I did not know. Like, I did yes. not know that they weren't because the Hardy Boys were definitely brothers. So yeah. I was like, "Oh, okay, the brothers of destruction." Yeah, they're because they were the same size. We didn't know what Kane looked like, so I was like, "Yeah, obviously they're brothers." And when I found out yeah. they weren't, as an adult, I was a little hurt. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah, they. It was yeah, I put, I, I put Kane on my list just because. Again, like I said, with Undertaker, it was just one of those dudes that I thought was scary. Like, if I saw him, you know, walking across the street and I'm coming his direction, I might clutch my pearls a little bit and walk to the other side of the street. He looked a little suspect to me. But, yeah, I remember, he was just uh, one of those scary dudes. Undertaker and Kane had a burned alive match. Yeah. And the Burn winner time. had to set the loser on fire. Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah I don't even remember. That's crazy. Wild. So did they really? Did somebody really get sent on fire? Yeah, Kane. Yeah, yeah. Kane got 
set on fire. Like his his Dang, his one good alert, Kane lost. Yeah, his one good sleeve uh, lit on fire. Yep. Damn. Yeah, one of the yeah, that's, that's my crazy. And you, like you could hear like they had uh, like gas because the ring, the entire ring was surrounded by fire, and yeah. like you could hear the gas like whirling yeah. whenever they would like if somebody did a move and they would like hit the canvas really hard then the gas the fire would like plume and yeah. yeah like you could hear the gas making noise the entire match like it was it was frightening and i'm sure that if like you were in the building when it was happening oh yeah like like that oh you probably thought you really got burned alive yeah i did i definitely did yep man crazy um, is it my turn? Yes, yeah. sir. Number two. Number two. Kurt Angle. Oh, I knew, Kurt, I knew somebody was gonna pick Kurt Angle somewhere. Kurt I Angle. I feel like gonna come up. Kurt Angle was such a good heel, and yeah. they had been like building him into a heel for a while. Like he he was a faux baby. Like you were under the impression that he was the face and then he would just do something and you're like i don't like this guy so yeah. he was a bad guy i thought he was a good guy exactly uh, you were supposed to think he was a good guy that yeah was i the really whole, thought he was a good guy until this moment like, i had no idea like it was a very anakin skywalker like he's the one the chosen one like he's the one that we're gonna and yeah he just started being trifling and yeah and it yeah, was he like was, Oh, oh no! So was it? Was he really an American wrestler? Like, was it like legit yeah. wrestling? Like he he oh, has really? a he has a I think nineteen ninety six. Yeah, yeah. He has an actual gold medal, gold medal for wrestling. Okay, and that's that's the thing they leaned into. Just like Mark Henry actually has some strong man like titles. Like he's Mark Henry was a big black dude, right? Yeah, yeah. And like the the whole like world's strongest man, ugly. like that is a thing. Like he yeah. was, he was a competitive weightlifter and was kicking ass, taking names. Yeah, uh, yeah, you, too. you were right, Kurt Angle. He, they brought him in, and he was like supposed to be the goody two shoes, and then he turned into like too much of a goody two shoes. Yeah, like he used that as his heel thing. Exactly. And, and every time he won, he would act like he won the Olympics again. Like, <laughs> in fact, I, I remember he, that. Yeah, Kurt Angle was absurd, and I now know that I loved it so much. Yeah. Like I loved hating Kurt Angle. And they literally he, he took it on the yeah. chin. Like when he they did. put you stuck in his theme music. Yes. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Yep. Yeah. Like, literally uh, just chant you suck his entire theme. Uh, and Kurt Angle did have a great theme song. He really did. Definitely, was it the, was it like, like the Olympic music or something, right? Yeah, it was like very America. Yeah, America. America. Yeah. America. It was a it was oh. very star spangled. Exactly. Yeah. Um, number two for me. Again, bring up some of my recent, but uh CM Punk. CM Punk is one of the greatest heels because I totally dislike CM, uh John Cena. John Cena to me was the Hulk Hogan of this era. He was force fed, he was here for you know, his name, get his face on the cereal box for the little kids and all that stuff. CM Punk was the opposite. And CM Punk uh, used to beat up The Rock. 
when the rock was uh, a good guy. Yeah, <laughs> the rock. <thing. laughs> he just blew the my rock. mind just now. Boy, you kept calling it fake, Jordan. Like Why are you over there with feelings, Jordan? No, exactly. man. What in the world? The rock came back. I think it was 2013. I think no, no, it was like 2011 or 12. Anyways, he basically CM Punk was pissed because the Rock and John Cena was about to headline WrestleMania, and CM Punk was the champ. So CM Punk was like, "Hold on, hold on, bro! Like I'm the champ, bro! Like y'all about to headline WrestleMania? I should be headlining WrestleMania." And so yeah, he turned on uh, the Rock, and they had a really good match. Something, but who won? Uh, so. CM Punk won on disqualification and he was about to, he was trying to run out. He was trying to like leave and then Vince came out and was like, hold on, hold on, bro. You're not gonna win like that. I saw what you did. Run that shit back. And <laughs> and then the Rock won and won the championship. And then oh, they, there we go. Yeah. Life then, is balanced, like Thanos yeah. said. Yeah, but he was a great heel. CM Punk, outstanding heel. My number two is um, I think he changed his name a couple times. I think I remember right, but the original one that I remember is Mankind. Oh, is yeah. He, he's the one with the sock, right? Mm-hmm. Socko. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I did not like him for one reason, one reason only. He put that dirty ass sock in people's <laughs> mouth. Now, I don't know which one is worse. Rakesh's big ass booty getting put on your face or Mankind sticking that stinky, dirty ass sock in your mouth. I think, I think Rakesh's is worse because that's like that's body another man like, yeah like sure. yeah, that's that's an item versus like human parts <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i thought i thought mankind he had that mask on I don't, was crazy. he scar- what, what was the point of the mask like why did he have the mask on he said it and he got it off of a scary movie or it was a horror movie that he kind of like got inspired by but yeah, but he I was a heel early on i think, yeah, I think the story was that yeah like he had some traumas yeah, he was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's part of the um, um, Undertaker's... The Ministry uh, of that? Darkness? Yeah, I think he was part of the Ministry. And then he, you know, turned babyface later, later on. But, yeah. Oh, did Yeah, because I remember at some point, and this was like, I don't even remember what point it was, but I remember he took his mask off and became, was it Mick Foley? Yeah. Mick Foley yeah. is who he normally is. He was Cactus Jack. He was Dude Love. Dude Love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but even as mankind, even as mankind, him and the rock, rock and sock connection. Uh, yeah, as well, as yeah, I remember him just putting that I'm damn sock sure in people's mouth. Mankind yeah. is who got thrown off the cell by the yeah, guy. yeah. He was mankind for a while in yeah. WWE. Mankind for a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you, Spencer. Number one, number one for me has already been mentioned. Uh, the Legend Killer. Randy Orton. Oh. Like okay. Okay. that was an easy number one for me. Randy Orton is the greatest heel that I've seen. Oh God. He he was kicking people's heads off. <laughs> and I don't I don't know. Like he's running puns in my head. Yeah, Randy Orton had the swagger that just I I don't know. I I can't yeah, he, put into he, words how like effective he was yeah. as a heel, and like his like the reason he was a heel was great because he came. He's a third generation 
superstar. Like his grandfather and his father were wrestlers. And for him to be the legend killer, like yeah. that whole paradoxical. <laughs> is that a word? Did you make that yes, up? It is. It is. <laughs> um, like I it was just so he did so good as as a heel. Like I didn't know how I felt about it. Like I was conflicted. Because I was to the point where, like, I knew that, uh, like, I knew how the script worked and all that. And and I was like, I don't know how I feel about this because he is out here killing people. (laughs) Bro, the one time I remember I got so uncomfortable. It was a time when he, it was him and Triple H were going at it. And he, he, uh, he uh handcuffed Triple H to a, to the to the ropes and Stephanie was out there and I think he RKO Stephanie. This is all in front of T, uh Triple H while he's handcuffed. And triple and Stephanie McMahon is Triple H's wife, by the way. And he RKOs uh Stephanie and then punt kicks Stephanie <laughs> <laughs> in front of Triple H while Triple H can do nothing about it. Bro, I was so uncomfortable. I was like, bro, you gonna punk kick her? Like, like just dead in the like in the head, just took her head off. Bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like Randy Orton was a savage. A, I was just I just, like, I just keep imagining somebody just like kicking the shit out of somebody's head. That's, like, that's exactly that's what he did. Like that's literally what it did. It looked like you were if you were trying to get up and somebody just ran across and just took your head off. Like just fully wound it up and just kicked. Yeah, like a running start. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Charlie Brown, the Charlie Brown style, huh? Exactly. Yeah, like, like he was, oh, uh, he was trying to end careers. Like he'd kick you just right in the temple. Right. Right. Like it, yeah, oh Randy. god, yeah. Randy Orton is number an easy number one for me. Like yeah. I, oh, it was so good. It's a good choice. My uh. My number one is also mentioned. Want to just touch on a little bit more? Triple H. Triple H is my number one heel of all time because he was a heel when it was kind of tough to be a heel. You're, you got to think he was in the era of The Rock and Stone Cold, two of the biggest stars of all time, literally of all time, and to still be able to hold your own with these people. It's like most people don't. Yeah, do that. it was that was yeah, a good three to me. Exactly. Yeah, like, that's, that's what I was going to say is uh, like in that era, like to be one of the top five on the ticket yeah. was yeah. incredibly difficult with those two. Yeah. And, and Triple, H, Triple H was in, yeah. yeah, like Triple H was, unless it was the Rock and Stone Cold, Triple H was on the main card. Exactly. And yeah. Triple H held the title for a lot of the years that those main guys were there. Triple H used to, or he, if you pulled out that sledgehammer, you know it was a wrap. I loved Triple like, H with the sledgehammer. Oh, like that was my favorite weapon. Like, that was the weapon. If I'm playing the video game, like, you know how you got to reach in the crowd to get weapons? Yeah. I'm pulling that. until I get a sledgehammer. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember you could do that. You keep pulling until yeah, you get the weapon going. you want. Yeah. Like, shit, I got I to gotta cheer, damn it. Uh, yeah. Damn, I'm yeah, back. Hell no. <laughs> Kidno yeah, stick? Yeah. Not what I'm looking for. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, man. That, <laughs> that, was such a, that was such a great video game, man. I remember playing with my cousin. And, and I loved it when you can, like, go into, like, different parts of the, I guess, different stages. And I remember one stage yeah. going to, like, the city and get hit by that car. Yeah. Um, so you could do moves to people on cars 
and the cars yeah, would yeah. like explode. Oh, yeah. something. Yeah, that literally makes no sense at all. But yeah, that, that <laughs> but, yeah. Bro, but like, dude, he literally plans for Stone Cold to get injured. Like, he had Rakishi run over Stone Cold with a car. Like, my man was just doing some <laughs> evil stuff. Like, my dude was doing some wild stuff, and he was he was uh, messing with the the boss's daughters, which made people hate him even more because they thought you know he was only getting championship opportunities because he was you know the son-in-law of the boss so yeah like my dude was the ultimate heel triple h the goat of me to heels heels of all time uh what number are we on are we on one number one number one okay my number one is no is stone cold come on now if i'm a huge rock fan Oh, is he, is he a heel? Well, you know, coming he, from my perspective, he's the rock okay. heel. So he I had it. He had a an actual heel. He did, like, and I like. That. I, oh, did he? I remember when he, yeah, when he betrayed the uh, because they had a whole like WWF versus the Alliance. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he joined the Alliance. Yes. Yeah. I remember See, that. That's what. That's, that's why. I'll never forget when he hit Lita with a chair, like multiple times. Yeah, a, <laughs> a female wrestler. Which back then you didn't really hit female. If you were a man, you didn't hit female wrestlers with chairs. But Lita was dope, and she was like, "Yeah, like she could take it." Yeah, took but it like the, yeah, in the storyline, they turned on the Hardy Boys, and he hit her with chairs repeatedly. Like, like no mercy. So yeah, I mean Loki and Stone, Stone Cold didn't pull back when he hit with a chair. Like no, Stone he, Cold would lean into the chair. He, he did yeah, it. He'd literally like almost fall over. He yeah, like he was. Yeah, like he was like off his feet. Exactly. With chair. Well, yeah. Exactly. In my mind, he was the arch rival to The Rock, and like you said, whenever those two go at it, you know I'm Team Rock, so I want to hit him with the people's elbow. I want to hit. I want to see him do get everything done to him. But he he was really a great character. Um, yeah. But in my mind, he was always the heel. See, okay. I'm Team Stone Cold, but I, I I respect it. I get it. I get it. And he was a great heel, and, and when he was an actual heel too. So I get it. I get it. Yeah, Stone Cold. Stone Cold was just Stone. Cold. Like he almost transcended the. Baby and heel, like he was just stone cold for a, for like later when yeah. he was just like showing up at random places. Mm-hmm. Like he he almost transcended that because you loved him regardless of what he was doing, right? Um, and like he didn't even have to fit into the storyline; he would just show up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that's <laughs> that's one thing I can say about Stone Cold is like whether he was a healer or baby didn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. um, So we um, we definitely have more wrestling content for the future because their wrestling is very wide ranging and there are still a lot of topics to cover. So just know this is not the only time you will hear us discuss uh, wrestling on this podcast. Absolutely. Uh, wrestling is near and dear. Uh, yeah, I've parts. never seen. I've never seen Brandon this happy. You should, I wish everybody could see. Bro, you. It's one of my first loves, man. I can't. I can't help it, bro. Nineteen ninety six, bro. WCW, TBS. Come on, man. I was here. I was out here. Well, 
Uh, is there anything uh, else? Um, don't go see Morbius. Just, <laughs> yeah, go, go watch Wrestle. Go watch WrestleMania 38. You know, go watch that. We don't want to watch Morbius. Good, it's good. I well, like it. With that being said, here at the League of Melanated Gentlemen, we're never duplicated. Always appreciated. And forever melanated. <laughs>